Hey bros. Hey, hey buddy. Alright everyone, welcome back. It is episode three of Three Bros and a Buddy. Um, I am your host, Paul Hine. Sitting next to me are my co-hosts, Brayden Karen, Ben Karen, and Drew Hamilton. So, today, uh, I'll just lay out the topics we're going to talk about. Uh, the implementation of this new spring training rules, and the pitch clock in particular, and how controversial that's been. Um, the Manny Machado extension by the Padres, and how the Padres actually have the money to afford it when they are a small market team. Uh, the um, Dame's 71-point game. Um, Damian Lillard's 71-point game. Why don't we just start with one and then go to the other? And Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. Uh, so let's start with the implementation of the new spring training rules and the pitch clock. Let's go around. We've seen it. Do we like it? Do we not like it? Um, well, I saw an interesting tweet from Jeff Passett, I believe, Friday night, talking about the speed of the game. I believe we had, you know, two and a half hour long games. Yep. yep. Um, I know in... It, uh, sorry. Go I know it, this happens literally every, <laughs> every single time. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's like talk. Minutes. You just said, you literally just said, let's go through and I, like, let's hear each other's he thoughts. He didn't even get out of us. I, I, I have a point to add, but just go. Um, You'll get he out. didn't even let him say his <laughs> thing. Bad. Uh, the end of the LSU-Kansas State game, I know in college ball, ended on a strike three call. I know that Red Sox-Braves game ended on a, a strike call, strikeout because of the batter's moves. Was it batter, right? It was a batter. Yeah. Batter. yeah. Right? Um, I think in spring training, they're going to call that type of stuff a lot to get the hitters and stuff adjusted. And I think it's going to be a type of thing they will call a lot in the regular season because you really don't want to see that as a fan game end like that. Mm-hmm. Especially yep. like come playoff time. So I feel like, you know, that the umpires were testing it out here. We're giving, you know, guys a feel for it. And I think, I think you know, I think the MLB's done a decent job. Like they made that adjustment when uh, we saw the spin rates go up and everybody was using spider tack and they yep. started checking people. So I think midway through the year, they'll make an adjustment, obviously, if, you know, it's, it's you know, damper in the game. I think, you know, from a certain aspect, it, it can hurt the game when you get, you know, games ending on a batter's clock or a pitch clock. So Add we'll some see. drama, though, for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what I think. All right. Um, I'll just go since you're eating. Um, okay, so for me... Could you let the other host go? Well, I thought we were going around like this, but you whatever. Go, you um, so I saw I, I saw that passing tweet you were talking about, and I also saw that um, the average game time was down by twenty two minutes, mm-hmm. which is actually really good. Like, and that's you know the average. So some games were, you know, half an hour plus down from where they were before, and I think this is good because it eliminates some of the you know, kind of wasted time in baseball that fans perceive as, like, when they get bored. So, you know, hopefully this will help casual fans be more engaged during the game. Mm-hmm. And um, just to to back that up, um, I saw uh, – you guys have seen this too, the video of um, the overlay they did of Jose Altuve heading an inside-the-park home run – yeah. And the time between a pitch to David Ross in 2014. Posted by Ben Verlander. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. posted by Ben Verlander. Um, thank you for the credit there because I had forgotten who posted it. Um, so, Jose Altuve ran around the bases seven times before, before one pitch was thrown. So, 
Before Pedro Sarope threw a pitch to David Ruiz. Pedro Baez, yeah. So, like, eliminating that type of thing in the game is going to be good because no one wants to sit there and watch a pitcher check runners for two minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, having this type of thing is going to be good for the game. And to Hammy's point, I think um, the hitters and the pitchers will get more adjusted to it as, you know, we get further into the season and it'll become less of a problem because it certainly was a problem in the Red Sox-Braves game. That was extremely controversial. Um, and my solution to that, and I know I'm going to let you go in a second, but my solution to that would be just don't have a pitch clock on a 3-2, 2-out situation or even a 3-2 count at all because, like, you can't have a game end like that and you can't have a pivotal moment be decided by that. Well, how I see it is if you're going to have the pitch clock, you have to have it the whole game or either not have it. You can't just have, like, pick, your, pick your innings when you want to have it. Big moments, like, it's... I'm it's, not saying pick your innings. I'm saying, like, in that specific count. I know, but I'm, what I'm saying is the new rule is there's a, a limit on time you can take in between pitches, and batters are going to get used to it. Yeah. And, it, I mean, it's spring training. Like, you know, I'm assuming that a regular season game isn't going to end like that because people are going to be more aware right. of how a game could end. I, would so I, so. I just think that MLB players will get used to it and fans will get used to it. And I think it will help the – like, you know, people that are already, like, fans of baseball that watch it, I think they'll still continue to watch it regardless of the timer. But I think, you know, you're more of your casual fans that kind of watch a game here and there. I think they will like the addition of speeding up games, you know, cutting it by 22 minutes. Yeah, and, you know, in that particular game, uh, the Red Sox and the Braves, I, I watched the whole thing. There was help a lot more action – you know, at least it seemed like there was a hell of a lot more action. The perception that, that I had was there was a lot more action compared to <coughs> games that I've watched in previous years, you know, and having been to Fenway a number of time, a, a lot of times and, you know, watching a lot of Red Sox games on TV. It definitely went a lot faster. And, you know, maybe it was because that game, there were a lot of, uh, there was a lot of solid contact. Mm-hmm. But even, you know, even in a game where there's a lot of strikeouts, you know, it kind of, it puts some strategy into it too, you know, like where the pitchers and the hitters have to do their routine in a certain amount of time now, you know, because we all know, like, we have the routines for our team on college, right? You know, the red light and green light routines to try to get us focused. And I'm, you know, pro hitters and pro pitchers probably have something similar that they have to run through. So yeah. That's going to be a major adjustment. That's going to be interesting to see how they're going to adjust to that, too. Yeah, and plus, like, personally, like, the pitch timer, I actually like it a lot so far. I do, too. Like, watching the game on my phone, like, it seems like it used to be, like, in between pitchers, it's like you're watching a damn commercial. Yeah. Like, you're sitting there like, oh, yeah. when are they going to pitch? Like, why are they calling time for the third time? And I just think, yeah. like, even notifications on my phone, like, from the games, like, it's like, oh, somebody just hit a double, and then, like, next second, a single RBI. It's like... Every, I, I like the speed up. I do too. And what you were just talking about with the commercial thing is crucial. I think fans are tired of watching too many commercials during games. You yeah. know? Like, they want to see just, action. Yeah, it breaks up the action too much. And no one wants to watch the commercials. They just watch the commercials because they have to. Exactly. You know? The network's got to get their money, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. You know, of course the networks have to get their money. But 
if the pitch clock can lead to less in-game commercials, I think it'll lead to more fan engagement. And as a league, you have to figure out what the right balance is. Do you want more fan engagement or more commercials? I would argue fan engagement because that's how your fan base grows, and that's how you make more money is when your fan base is growing. Yeah. Another point to the pitch clock is um, this happened with Manny Machado too. By the eight seconds left, the batter has to be facing the pitcher. Do you guys so it's not even like it's not even like it goes down to like the yeah. final second, like and then you have to be ready. Like it's eight seconds, you have to be facing the pitcher ready to hit. Do you guys like that the eight seconds thing? No. Or like, do you think that part of the that part of it is what should be taken that, out? That that that's the part of it that like that ended this end of game. the game. Gave Manny Machado a strike and stuff like that. Right. I mean, it's so tough because um, as a batter, you're not going to be looking at the clock. I assume they you're have about clocks the ball, in the outfield. Out- I assume they have clocks in the outfield that Probably. they could. But they're not going to be looking out there. No. You look at the <laughs> no. picture, you're trying to figure out what you're trying to do. So it's just a rhythm thing and it's a timing thing. Exactly. So it's going to take them a little bit to get adjusted to it. Basketball players can see the shot clock, so you would think that they would make it. But available. it's different, though. But it's I bet, different, if, though. I bet in stadiums, like, you'll have, like, you know the side of the field. You'll probably have the pitch right. clock. And in, and I know in it's, baseball, I know it's you're different. thinking like you're thinking of I know your it's approach. Different. I'm just trying to find Shut some comparison. Bro, you're thinking of your approach. You're thinking of the count. You're thinking of what pitch is going to be coming. Of like, course, but but I'm, in basketball, it's like you just play and then no, try I know. To I get an I, open I, shot. I get it. Play. I'm not. I'm not trying to like say it's the same thing. I'm saying maybe you need to make it available for the hitters to see somehow. You know. Plus, the difference with NBA is, like, you have your teammates or the crowd counting down. True. You know, like, it's probably going to be more difficult. You know, I wonder if... Like, we count down for the girls' basketball in this past... I wonder if crowds will start counting down the pitch timer now. You know, like, if it's getting close. Maybe. Baseball crowds don't typically get Yeah, like, I wouldn't... I wouldn't... Yeah. Like, if I was at a a game, I would not be doing that. I would not do that. I mean, like, that's, you know, that's what typically goes on, but... This changes, you know, the whole kind of game. So, you know, it's possible we could see that type of a shift too where, you know, fans, especially being more engaged with it, they're going to pay more attention to it. And people people like um, having a num- like numbers, right, because it, like, it makes it concrete for them in their head. So they're going to be more engaged with having that number of the clock than they would in between pitches when, you know, it's just like what's going on. Well, the casual fans, at least. Well, the thing is, is like you could put it in the batter's eye, but I don't think I don't think batters would like that either. No, I, I, don't I definitely think so. wouldn't like that. As a, That'd be as a, a distraction. Um, as so a I mean, I know at Hadlock, and I know they didn't do the batter's clock at in Double A ball. I know they've had the pitcher's clock for a while, so I don't know what they're gonna do there. I know they, you know, like they have a pitch clock in the outfield at like Hadlock, but again, I mean, these are MLB stands we're talking about, so. It all depends. For those for those who don't know, Hadlock is the field of the Portland AA Sea Dogs minor league team of the Red Sox, and my employer for the summer. Shout out Portland Sea Dogs. Um, so, so sorry, Hammy. You were saying they have one in the outfield. Yeah, they do have one in the outfield. Uh, but I, I will add also, I don't think pitchers are going to have as hard a time adjusting because a lot of mm. these pitchers have thrown in the minors with this a faster pitch clock. Uh, and we see it when guys. I know the Red Sox. A lot of the, lot of the kids came up last year. Winkowski, mm-hmm. all those other guys, Bayo and stuff. They they pitched. They worked fast because they had to work fast for the minors. So mm-hmm. we'll see how it works. I do worry about injuries possibly. I know some guys don't like to work quick. 
Some guys like to work slow, and they're going to have to make an adjustment, and we'll see how that goes, like, you know, later in the dog days of summer when they've thrown a lot of innings and they have to work quick. So True. we'll see how that works. That's one of the adjustments I was saying, you know. Like, the MLB, I think, it did a good job with the whole uh, pine tar and spider tack thing. We'll see how they make an adjustment with this because I'm sure there's going to be some variability, and we'll see how it all works out. I think it kind of adds to the kind of – you know, one-on-one, like, me against you kind of element where it's, like, you don't really have time to think. It's just, like, go, like, be ready. It's, like, you know, it's me against you. Who's going to win this battle? And I think fans kind of want that, and they want that excitement. They want that tension. Right. I agree with that. I think at least part of the draw. With, like, the batter's time, I think it takes batters a longer time to, like, be prepared. Oh, absolutely. I I think they should just have it, like, the same – as I don't it's difficult because like you have to be releasing the ball what before 20 seconds mm-hmm. it's so about like, you have to be your wind up right some it's about some I was thinking a way to have batters have like you know almost like the same time as a pitcher but at the same time like a pitcher has to if the batter isn't in the box you know whenever if the batter's like in the box at 19 seconds the pitcher you know can't pitch until the dude's fully in the box it should be. It shouldn't be eight seconds. It should be at least ten or above. Oh, that's that's, it should, it should. that's tough though. That's that's tough on the pitcher. I feel like eight. Giving the pitcher less time. No, 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 no. I'm or saying giving the batter no, less no. time. Giving the batter more time. No, if it. I'm it was, saying if it was ten seconds, it'd if, be less. It'd what? be less time. It'd be like. No, 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 more no, like no, five no. seconds. Like the batter has they to, have to be ready by five, five seconds. No, 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 no. The batter has to be looking at the pitcher by ten seconds. Is what I'm saying. So you're giving the batter less time to get more time. That what are you talking sense. about? Yes. Okay. No. What? Right now, it counts down from, from 20. twenty. The clock counts down. Count I, I know. Down. Okay. I so know. So that means the batter they would have ten seconds, seconds instead of twelve. I meant okay. I meant ten seconds into the clock. Right. So that was, so it would be like 10 seconds. Like, what are you talking about? 10 plus whatever. But I'm my, saying, like, the battery has to be in the box by the time that five, it's I like get 15 it. seconds. I get it. I get, I get, I get the yeah. rule. My point is, we just said that, you know, having eight seconds, you know, as a batter to go through your routine and routine. No, and get you ready. have down to eight seconds. I thought it was you only have eight when seconds. There's eight seconds left. Seconds. It counts, sure? yes, yes, it counts down from 20 to 8. Okay. So you then, have 12 seconds total. From, then I mis- but you have more than time than that. But we're saying you should have 18 okay. seconds. Okay, then I misunderstood that part of the rule. My bad. I thought it was 8 seconds counting down to the clock. My bad. Um, Fine, don't worry about it. So, is... Casual. <laughs> Stop. No, Stop. It's not casual. We're all, still, <laughs> we're all still, like, seeing how this is implemented. Yeah, it's fine, man. It's I'm fine. just kidding. Um, fine. So... Is there anything else we want to talk about with that topic, or are we... I think we covered it. I think we're good on that. Okay. Um, Our other MLB topic for the day, Manny Machado uh, signs a 11-year, $350 million extension, and, you know, a lot of the reaction, particularly on social media and on some talk shows, are people saying, like, and especially on Twitter, people saying, how do the Padres have all this money, like, as a small market team? How do they have contracts with Machado, Soto... Tatis and Bogarts all at the same time. But if you look at the numbers uh, and break it down, Padres have those four major contracts, which total $993 million over 14 total years. 14 is the longest year, uh, the longest contract. That's Tatis. With Soto only being a one year, $23 million contract. 
the Padres revenue. This was calculated as of March 2022, so like about a year ago now, uh, was 282 million, and the team was valued at 1.575 billion. So, and the estimated total payroll for 2023 is 262 million. So, if you look at it, if they made 282 in revenue, and their estimated payroll is 262 this year. They're still making twenty million that they're not spending, you know. Or, well, yeah, basically they would make twenty million that they're not spending, and if they're valued at one point five seven five, then they have the money to pay the nine hundred ninety three over the long uh, the long span of time. So it does make sense, even though they're a small market team, and like I I feel like they're kind of transitioning from being a small market team to being in the category of like a rising big market team. Yeah. You know what That's I mean? Awesome. They're definitely growing a fan base for bringing in superstars. Smart. That's about, it's just like especially Tatis. Like especially Tatis. He's brought like so much excitement to the game. Other than other the, than even he didn't even play this past season, yeah. but like just him being on the Padres, like that makes people yeah. buy the jersey, that makes people buy their cats. I dude, I bought my Tatis jersey just, just I have a Padres jersey just because of Tatis. Yeah, why do Tatis? And well, you, know, you have it right now. <laughs> I'm getting that back. Um, um, no, you're not. Also, they they back. You know, it's with anything. They backload those contracts, so those guys are True. making most of their money on the back end, which is good for the players, not good for teams, obviously. Because yeah, get especially the with the length of these you're contracts, you're gonna get the worst out of them. Um, I like it. I mean, they want to win a title, so you gotta have good pieces to win a Go title. All in. Do you think they have the money to re-sign Soto after this year, though? Or no? Because if they only have, like, 20 million How old is he, by the way? Like, 24. Yeah, he's Soto's, like, 23, 24. He's going to want an 11, 12-year he's deal. He's going to want a Oh, absolutely. Close to 400. He deserves that. I mean, he's he, great. He he's probably, that. you know, you can make an argument. He's, he's 20, top, top he's 24. He's 24. That's, that's ridiculous. He's going to ask for a 10. Come to the fucking Blue Jays, bro. 10-plus year deal. Yeah, probably north, north of three fifty. You sure. could get one of the biggest contracts in MLB history. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And with with what I mean, you were Rafael Devers did. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> into that. Okay. With what, with what you were talking about with backloading those contracts, that's not exactly a smart business decision on the Padres' part in the case of a couple of these players, particularly Machado and Bogarts, who at the end of these contracts are going to be forty-one years old. You know, that was my biggest problem and, with the Trey Turner signing. And Trey Turner, you know, biggest part of his game is speed. Right. And he's going to, like, by the time his contract's up, he's going to be, like, 40. Yeah, and, and the speed's going to decline. Look, look, look at Pujols and A-Rod at the end of their deals. They were terrible. I mean, they, the, the Angels... Pujols had that little resurgence, but yeah. Well, the Angels had to eat most. I mean, the Angels, like, they were like, what the hell? You, you, when you do these type of deals... To get a return out of it, you need at least one World Series. In their case, yeah. they might need two. Yeah. Um, so Thanks. they need to win a title within, yes. within yeah. their primes. You know, Honestly, this year is probably the year because they have Soto. I don't know if they have Soto this time next year. Maybe not. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't think they got one more thing. I don't know if they can afford They're a good team. They got so much. Yeah, talent. but they're going to have to pay some more. Trent Grissom. Yeah. Yeah. They Plus, got a lot next of year, they, need, awesome. they need to clear some cap for some more pitching. True. Or True. They did just lose Mike Clevenger. Well, they also have a decent minor. They have a decent, decent farm, farm league, system, yeah. yeah so you know. Somehow, because they traded away a bunch of their prospects in order to get yeah. some of this talent that they have yeah. um, outside of these free agent signings. Um, well, free agent or extensions. But, you know, like, 
definitely the skills of at least Machado and Bogarts could deteriorate towards the end of their contracts. You, you could even say like the latter half because, you know, you see a lot of guys when they hit like 35 and beyond that, their skills kind of deteriorate. And not, not in all cases, you know, the best, the best superstars are the ones who can have that longevity. You know, you think of guys like Nolan Ryan, you think of guys like, you know, Albert Pujols to an extent, even though he wasn't as good the second half of his career than, you know, the first half of his career. Um, you know, and, and you could say that in sports in general, you know, not just baseball, like Tom Brady obviously is the, you know, is the goat of, of longevity. Those yeah. are exceptions. They're Game not the bro. rule. No, not... th- those are the exceptions. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's not. Which is that's which like is why. Once in a which it, it generations like to my to my point is from a business standpoint, is is it a smart investment to backload those contracts? Not really. You know, if if I was the Padres, I would be front loading those contracts because that's when you're going to get the best years out of those guys, and that's when they're going to be worth the most. You know, and the only problem is, are those guys going to be willing to sign those? True. No, they want to be paid for a long time. But if you were a player, they be guaranteed if money. you were a player, wouldn't you want to be guaranteed more money when you know your skills are going to be good than take a chance 10 years down the road that they're not no, going to be, be good? Play, I want to be paid more money when I'm worse. Yeah, exactly. That's a good, that's a good no, business decision. Yeah, you're you're so say you sign this big contract for all these years until like you're 40, you're going to get that money like pretty much guaranteed until you're 40. Right. But if not, if you sign shorter contracts and like say you're, you have some good seasons, but then, then you just terrible. fall off and you're terrible, you ain't going to get paid that money. I mean, I mean, look at the position you're gonna get JD like a Martinez is in. Couple million. Look at yeah. JD's not making as much no. money with the Dodgers. I mean, no. and it's like JD had one, like he had a subpar year last year. But he never signed a long-term contract like this. No, but he signed a, you know, he was with Boston for five years. Five years, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, I agree. Nobody's, you know, it's, it's you know, the super superstars are getting the 10, 11-year deals. But it's, you know... With the Red Sox, I mean, look at Bogarts. Bogarts has Scott Boris. Scott Boris is one of the best agents in all of sports, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Um, maybe the best agent. Maybe the best. Um, yeah, he he's going to get their money on the back end, and that's that's how they want it. And the Padres are taking a chance, and I, I agree with the chance they're taking. They want to win, and they got to win now. So Yeah, they do have, that's they the way have they, to that's win. That's how they're going to – that's, like, the only way they can get them signed. Yeah. Right. If they don't do that, they don't. And they if, you win, what, if you win one or two World Series and you got to eat the money on the back end because you got to cut Bogarts, it. it's like. By when do they have to win a World Series? Exactly. By when? Uh, within the next three years. Yeah. I was going to say three to five, but I think three is three. more appropriate. Because how old is Bogarts going to be? Four years from 34, right? Something he was like 29 that. this year? Yeah. And the thing is, 30 right when, now. He's, when he's 34, like he's an average defender. Yeah, he's he's going to be very below, average defender. Below average. Yeah. And you're going to have Fernando Tonto. Where's Bogarts? Power's going to fall off. Yeah. Well, Bogarts could, you know, what, DH yeah. if if his Come fielding, on. if his, listen if his fielding deteriorates if, that much. Yeah. But that's a bridge he's, that you cross when you come to it. He's a great you know? bat. He might be the best, uh, the most I'm not, consistent I'm not statistically on. offensive shortstop year to year. Oh, oh absolutely. absolutely. I'm he not always batting over three hundred. Dude, I I love year. Xander Bogarts. I'm not crapping on Xander Bogarts. I'm just saying, in Ben's scenario, if his defense falls off, then. You know, you have that option. 
It's similar in the with National Machado, League. right? Machado, uh, very good defensively, obviously. You know, when does that fall off? I mean, I think he's playing third, so I guess you get a little bit longer with him. It's not like he's playing short. Yeah. Um, and then also the bat. You know, you got to worry about the, the bat when, you know, he eventually falls off with that. But I don't think that's going to be a while for him. So yeah. I, I think they're okay with that. And yeah. then Tatis is going to be your core piece. I mean, even of course if, he is. Even if you lose, you know, if he's people, one of the top three faces of baseball. I would even say. if you lose guys like, uh, they start to not play well, Machado and Xander, that could be four, five, six years from now. You could develop guys in the minors. Yeah, yeah true. Like just replacements. Yeah. You no, know, I, I wonder with the Soto stuff, I wonder if that is the contract that puts them to the point where they're spending more than they're making. I mean, I think he's probably going to. He's going to go somewhere where we can get the best deal. Um, he's going to get so much money. He's going to get a lot of he's money. Gonna get, he's going to get He's back. probably, I would say, maybe. I mean, what's the longest year? How many, what's the most amount of years somebody's getting right now? Is it like and then, I think Adley Rutschman got like a 20-year contract or something. Adley Rutschman? I think he did get a 20-year contract. I'm he pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. The Orioles extended him to 20 years. Like, I mean, I think I wouldn't be middle, surprised. It was like during August. I remember seeing that. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Juan Soto got a 14-year deal. 14, 15-year deal. Worth close to 450. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, that won't that might not even be the biggest contract of the offseason with Otani. Show me the other He's going to be the first half-a-billion-dollar baseball player. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who do you think he – I think Dodgers – I think the Dodgers. You know who I think might do? I think the Yankees might pull the trigger. I hope not. As a Red Sox fan, yeah, I think the Yankees might pull the trigger on it. Wait, wait. The Yankees haven't done much. Dark Horse. They okay. They just extended Judge though. Dark Horse. Yeah, but they still they They got a lot of money. money, Dark Horse, the Atlanta Braves. Oof, that's where. That's a okay, but their contracts are unbelievable. Where are you putting them in your lineup though? They already have like basically almost four. Yeah, you could just have a pitch if you really and then put them at the two spot. Dude. You can really just I have a pitch so. if you wanted to. Listen to their contract right now. So they have Austin Riley signed for ten years, two hundred twelve thousand um hundred dollars or million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say two hundred dollars. He's twenty five, so he'll be thirty five when his contract's up. Matt Olson's twenty eight, his contract's for eight years, so he'll be thirty six. So like basically they'll still be in their prime. Who's their DH right now? Um, well, it's going to be like Sean Murphy and, and Travis, Travis Darno. Yeah. Acuna's 25. They just signed Travis, uh, uh, not Travis Darno, uh, Sean Murphy. Well, listen, listen. Acuna is signed for $100 million for eight years, so he'll be 33. Spencer oh Strider. Oh, my God, that's a steal. Spencer Jeez. Strider's 24, yeah. signed for six years for $75 million. Wow. Sean Murphy's 28, signed for six years for $73 million. Michael that's Harris is 21 for eight years. For steal. Uh, what seventy two million, and then they have uh Rizel Iglesias for four years. He's thirty three. So I mean, he'll. Still I just I don't know if I see room for Shohei in that. Ozzy Albies twenty six for seven years, three thirty five million. Like Eddie Rosario two years, eighteen million. Travis Darno another two years, sixteen million. Like, so basically, it's they've just, done great it's with their Aussie. contracts. That's all they need. Ozzy yeah. Albies. They Aussie have Albies a, is thirty five. They have a lot of money. Dollar. They have a lot of money to spare because they've done so well with their contracts, but. Do they have the? I don't know if they have the room in their organization. Like, if you're gonna pay five hundred million dollars for you Shohei, have, you could have room for Shohei Atani. I'm pretty sure I, anyone would have. They wouldn't make. I know, for I know, but <laughs> no, with what you said, you're not just gonna have them pitch. Like, they're not gonna pay him five hundred million dollars just to pitch. In, in DH, in DH, yeah, what he can you? DH three days of the week and pitch one day. 
Yeah. It'd be the best. Who do you want, Otani or like Darno or Shimmer? I, I just don't know. Yeah, true. Right. Just, you could yeah. also, if you get Otani, you can also trade one of those guys. They could be a valuable trade asset. Yeah. Exactly. True. You can get crazy like picks and shit. They've got true. great. Farm but I just, too. I yeah, just don't know with their history of Barnes a young player with their history of locking up these guys to they could trade all that to good sure. value deals. I don't know if they're going to be willing to pull the trigger on spending all of that money. No, they wouldn't. Why would they? Know? It's Otani. Why do you though? think they're doing these contracts so they have more money? I mean, I think to sign a big I mean, player. anyways, I just think the top three for him probably. <laughs> I just think the Yankees. Yeah, the Yankees have the Yankees, to be in the discussion. Mets, the Mets, because you know yeah. Cohen loves to spend money. Yep, I would I, see the Mets and the Dodgers. Well. The Dodgers. Love yes, to spend the Dodgers money will too. always be there too. I would love if the Red Sox pull the trigger. What if? What if the Padres did it? No, I don't see that. If you're picking, let's say, let's say it comes down to Machado or not Machado, uh, fucking Soto or. Show it's Shohei. It's Shohei. Yeah, it's Shohei. Obviously, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think we all know that. <laughs> so I wonder. I wonder if that'll be a choice that they have to make. Because we all agree here. I think that the Angels is not where they they're gonna resign. Oh, absolutely not. I, I hope no. for his sake that he doesn't. Fucking, I, I hope they trade Mike Trout. Mike, Get Mike Trout. It, it's unfortunate there. that we've never gotten to see Mike Trout in a playoff scenario, and it's, I don't want that to happen. That's to so crazy. It's so bullshit. That's so reason. nuts. Did we've he never, make it one year? I think divisional, not past the divisional no, round. Yeah. Wasn't he a rookie though? Yeah, I'm he pretty was sure really they lost here. like the Royals or some shit. No, I'm pretty sure. You know who was their ace? It, Jared Weaver. I'm pretty yeah, sure. it, was it was Jared Weaver. Jared Weaver. It was, was this was like 2014 or something. Jared Weaver. You guys remember Jared Weaver? What? Yeah. He he. Who was on the Hall of Fame ballot this he's year? He's batting point oh eight three in three games. Howie Kendrick. And that was Howie Kendrick was on that team. That was yeah. that was his first Howie, rookie year. Was that it twenty fourteen? Yeah. Howie Kendrick. So was we on haven't that gotten team. to see him in a playoff situation since his rookie year, and he's considered to be, you know, the greatest maybe baseball player of all time. Yeah, on like pace to maybe be the greatest yeah, baseball literally. player ever. Yeah. That's crazy. And if you drop him in St. Joseph's College, maybe eight people would recognize him. Yeah. Like, literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is well, unbelievable. We have sixty five guys on the team, so I think more than that. But <laughs> but the point the point is the point is I was that should, a joke. This guy I know, I know what you mean. I know you don't have to take it literally. I know what you mean, but no, no. my point is my my point is I just don't think Shohei is gonna go somewhere where like they don't have a history of signing big contracts. I think he'll go somewhere where they do have Oakland There was rumors there was rumors last year that they were gonna trade for him. I love that. When? I never saw Last that. year? Oh, Otani? Oh, the Braves were going to talk about it. I never Let's saw it. Let's spend that money. you never saw it doesn't mean I saw it. I didn't see it. All right. Um, or should I say the Las Vegas A's? Do it, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Move A's. I want the A's to go to Vegas. Too. Get some fans. But um, we kind of got off topic, but that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, we're going to have to do a part two. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> part we're not going to have to do that. Hello, everyone. So part two. let's move on from the, the Sorry baseball about the topics. Let's talk about the NBA. Um, so two very uh, memorable games this weekend with Damian Lillard. Uh, scoring 71 points. 13 threes. 13 threes. Unbelievable. 41 in the first half, right? He's yeah. him. He's him. Actually, there were three memorable games. And then there was the, um, the Clippers. The, the Clippers, Clippers Kings. first Kings, 176, 175. Yeah, one like of the, the highest. Two what, Kings what was it, the highest scored over 40 points. Yeah, De'Aaron Fox had 42 and Malik Monk had 45. Malik Monk? Kentucky Paul George had 34. Right Kentucky, and, uh, exactly. Bring it back to the college Kentucky days. That was, what, the second Malik highest Monk's always game in the history. Yeah, double OT. Uh-huh. 
Malik Monk's always Kawhi been a good Kawhi played, right? Kawhi played. Yeah, like Kawhi and, and PG-13. Oh, my God. Kawhi must have been dead. He must have played. Did you see the end of regulation? Clippers were up by like ten, and Paul George yes. he turned the ball over. Yeah, it's terrible. To the I was yeah, twice. Yeah, we we watched the highlights today. Watch this. Um, he just yeah. looked lazy. Yeah, he like threw the ball away, and then like put his hands on his knees, like and watched Malik Monk go down for a lay, and then he got stripped by Dave. Shout out Malik Monk. I, yeah. I really like Malik. Underrated scorer. I've really loved him since college. He was a hooper at Kentucky. So. I think also that. shout out De'Aaron Fox. Low Played really run. well. Played really well. Uh, he plays like an all, all-star. Right? A big reason that they're in third place. A surprise in third place team with Coach Brown there. And, uh, the Mark Sabonis needs some credit too. Sabonis. He's a good very good team. They're really good. They're playing really And they're well. young too. Yeah. They're young. So. Um, I think games like this are good for the NBA. You know, something that's kind of out of the ordinary. Like, you know, that it kind of grabs uh, fan interest. Yeah, they're like, holy shit. Yeah, it's it's yeah. not every game. The NBA is a very long season that, you know, you know, nobody wants to watch Celtics Hornets on a Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. You know? so it's just, I disagree. There, I know somebody. I know one person. I know one person. <laughs> I know one person that is mad that the Celtics are in the sec- are second seed now. Right, yeah. Um, they are. The, yeah, the Bucks are. In yeah, the Bucks have won 14 Bo- straight. Bucks have won 14 They've straight. been outstanding. Because Giannis um, is the best player in the world. Currently, yeah. Um, no, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Yeah, you know, yeah, Dame, Dame though, very impressive. Um, Knicks have won six. Kind of a similar situation to Trout, Damn. where he's going to be stuck in Portland. He's never uh, going to win yeah. anything. We were just talking about that. Thing is, I don't we, think he wants to leave Portland. I think I, he wants. He said, to I better. He said he better not win anything because that would like. Dude, the Spurs have a that would elevate in a row. You know, he's I was like, saying to Brandon Tate, he might that be one of the most underrated players in the If NBA. he won a championship... He might be he one would, of the most underrated players of ever. all time. If he, if he wins a championship, he's probably top five point guard all time. Yeah. I mean, he, he carries him. his team in the playoffs. Like, he's yeah. a big-time They've only made it maker. to the Western Conference Final, but he always He is a big-time They were always the third seed. He has the third most 60-point games of all time with five. Yeah, he has the third most 60-point games of all time. It's Kobe and, like, it's, Will Chamberlain. It's MJ. Right? No, no, it's Kobe. At, he has six, and then, and and then Will Chamberlain, Chamberlain has, like, 32. Had like 20. <laughs> he had, like, 32. Yeah. Oh, really? No, Damian Lillard's scoring ability is one of the best scorers in this. Like, his bag is outstanding. His bag's insane. I mean, you got to think about it, too. In his early years, it was him, Marcus Aldridge, right? They should have kept him, man. Him going to the Spurs. Yeah. They could have been. I think they. With CJ? Yeah. With CJ? You also have to remember that year in the bubble um, when they got hot, they had Melo. Um, yeah. They had um, Yusuf, uh, Nurkic. Yusuf Nurkic. They were really good offensively. They could not play defense. No. Um, and they could have beaten the Lakers. Like, they, I think they won a game in that series. They won game one. Yeah. And they were, like, winning the other games, but then they would just lose at that end. They were just, yeah. Um, yeah. the Lakers just, they had He's always gotten them to the playoffs. He got them to a Western Conference final, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, against the Golden State. Um, them and traded, that just comes down to the point where you just can't win. Them trading CJ made sense, right? Because, like, they weren't winning. Mm. So, it's like, yeah, try something new. But they, they he really hasn't found, like, a solid number two. I mean... Anthony Simons. Anthony Simons, yeah. I mean, He's I haven't... He's averaging, like, 20 a game. I haven't really watched much of Portland, yeah. so I, I don't know. Um, but he ain't, like, that's not enough. Plus, they're not even a playing team right now. So. No, yeah, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, for him, I really want to see him have a really good number two. I like, do, too. Like, I, I don't know what Jokic... I mean, hey, Jokic, maybe? Dude, that would Jokic be really cool. D- oh, my Off a of pick God. and roll with him. Um, or just another shooting guard. That would be... Be it. Yeah. I think I don't know. Day. I feel like you know. Obviously, Dame wants to be in Portland, but like he needs to go to a place where there's another star. 
Yeah. And they would be if he wants to win very good. I think another interesting thing, if Dame wants to win a championship with a small market team, um, Oklahoma City has money. And they're young. Think about him. Shea. Think about Shea him. Shea goes outstanding players, who? Shea and Chet um, and Kitty. I think that would be a really interesting young team with all those draft picks. Mm-hmm. They so, have, like, uh, his name is Isaiah Joe. Right. Such a good shooter. I think he's, like, leading the league in percentage now. Right, I think so, like yeah. Like, 45%. It's crazy. Ridiculous. Yeah, the, you know, it's just... And that's all volume. He's too. in a bad position. They're mm-hmm. just bad. They're not... They're, they're bad <laughs> they're because... They're just the Blazers. They're, he's they're, too good for their team. Yeah. But he's so... The thing is, if you look at it right now... Think so about like it, they the barely thunder. beat Houston with 71 points in that yeah. game. Houston's terrible, so... Thunder aren't Didn't even have more than Thunder 50%. aren't even a terrible team either. Like Thunder are like uh a game behind or yeah, a game behind being in the playoff. Like hmm. they I mean if they add a Dame like they, they just lost they, make, the they will they, they were didn't even higher. have chat this year, you think exactly. you chat, you know. So I mean I think I think, you know, Dame's gonna look at his options, but if he wants to stay in Portland, I accept that. I and think they need he, to bring someone though. I think he really loves that market, and he really loves playing for those fans. They need to bring someone in to compliment. But him. you're not gonna be able to do that. You're gonna uh-uh. have to do that, I just said that. via trade. Well, yeah, but <laughs> I was just agreeing with you. You gotta do what like uh, the Suns did with Durant. You gotta go and trade for yeah. him. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, you know, it's a it's a rarity. Like Giannis wants to stay in Milwaukee, but I don't know how long that's gonna last. Look at LeBron in Cleveland; he didn't want to stay there, so. Superstars want to play in big markets. That's just the thing. You want to yeah. play in L.A., you want to True. play in New York. Not the Knicks, the Brooklyn Nets. You don't want to play for the Knicks <laughs> no, now. No, you don't. <laughs> uh, the Bulls, you know. It's just some elite franchise you want to play for. Yeah. You know. True. It'd be cool for Dame to win one in Portland. But, uh, what jersey could you see him in? Bulls. Yeah, I think I could see that. That'd be Bulls. tough. That'd be tough. Um, I think he would look good. In the Lakers uniform. I think everybody looks good in the yeah, Lakers Yeah, I think, uniform. dude, the Nets could be... I think he'd look good in the Nets uniform, too. Think about this, 76ers. Yeah, uh, I was actually thinking... Yeah. That dude. Yeah. Trade Harden for Damian Lillard. Hey. If yeah. they would do it. I'd trade, yeah. like, Tobias Harris and James Harden for Damian Lillard. I would. I would do that. Yeah. They're probably going to want Maxi though, so that they wouldn't do it. Yeah. Speaking of the Lakers... I wouldn't mind... That, wait, that I wouldn't mind Damian <laughs> on the Nets. <laughs> What did he say? <laughs> it was like, I was trying to, I was trying to, speak things up. Um, speaking of the Lakers, speed things up. that incredible comeback. Yeah, weren't they down like 30 years ago? LeBron. Shout out LeBron, bro. LeBron. I heard it pop. I heard it pop. Oh, comeback game. LeBron. I love that team so much. They got such a good, fun roster. They Jared were fun Bull as hell. Him. Yes. He is so He's good. such a good pick He up. locked up Luka. Mm-hmm. He had Luca in a. He prison. is a ball player. He he's, he's ball such player. a good defender, and then he can just hit a three. It's all you need to do. He doesn't need it. I mean, LeBron just kind of like Trevor Ariza used to be for the Lakers. LeBron's out for a couple weeks. It looks like so that's gonna suck. Delos out. I really think that this team, if they can Could get make the fully ball. healthy and can get like the seventh, because they're only a couple games out of the seventh spot. They've lost three games in a row, and they're twenty nine and thirty two, and the eight seeds thirty one and thirty one. So they're in a spot yes. where they can get even in the playing. Dude, game. the four seed is the Suns, and they're thirty three and twenty nine. Yeah, they're only like three or four. They games. could easily move up. Right, down. and uh, if I'm the Nuggets, do I want to play LeBron no. in a series? No, I was about to say a full healthy Lakers roster. No. Could win the West. Could, yes, could win the The West is wide open right now. Of course, the Nuggets obviously are leading by a substantial margin. But 
come playoff time, and it's the Western Conference Finals, and, and say LeBron and the Lakers AD. make it with AD healthy, D'Lo healthy. Come AD on. has played really well. Yeah, like, I would see the that Lakers beating be the Nuggets. I I would see him easily being in the Grizzlies. Yes, I mean, oh, look absolutely. At, look at the year that they lost to the Suns when they were the seventh seed. AD got hurt. They win that series. They weren't fully healthy. So, yeah, I exactly. mean, I, I think they're in a really good position if they can just get healthy. D'Lo's not healthy. LeBron's not going to be out a couple weeks. But I'm not too worried. I think LeBron, he can even play injured, and he's still... He's going to get he's still one of the best. He's, he's still like the best. He literally player. popped. He's like... I popped it. I popped it. I heard Eddie, it pop. I heard it pop. And he played the, like, like, the rest what? of the game, That's basically. That's not normal, bro. And he's 20th year, 38 years old. And the maps, the, the maps are in like a weird position because they played so well in the first half. And then, again, we, we talked about it here, I think. Their defensive problems. They just can't play. They're so bad at the They can't play defense. They have to get a high seed, higher seed because if not, like they just lose away games. And you have to have Luca and Kyrie on the floor at all points. Yeah. And when they don't, when they're not on the floor together, they're pretty easy to beat because again, they don't have a lot of size, and um, I don't really trust a lot of their bench. I mean, I like Markeith Morris. I've always liked him, but like he's not. It's, it's old now. It's not the yeah, same he guy. He ain't gonna be having as good it's of an impact as you want. Right. So I think they're in a a bad. I mean, not a bad position, but they're in a position where, like, okay, this might not work as well as they thought, and mm-hmm. I think we said that on the show. But, yeah, Lakers, man, great comeback. Watch out. Down 27 yeah. in that game early, so. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, in the interest of time, right, we I, hear I think I'm going to uh, move us on to our last topic for the day, um, which was the Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury fight. So... Uh, Jake Paul made twenty five million and lost, and Tommy Fury made seven million and and won, which is crazy. And I think, I think Jake Paul, um, a lot of that twenty five million is you know from sponsors and endor- endorsements and pay per view and stuff. Not all of that. How he was, the fight. He's a big not name. all of that. He's yeah, a businessman, bro. He knows not what he's all doing. of that was from he knows um, marketing. The, the actual purse itself, because the actual purse itself was around eight million split between the two of them. So, you know, I think a lot of uh, Paul's, uh, Jake Paul's money was... Um, Paul? Well, I, was, I was referring, I was referring I, I to know. his last name. Are you comparing yourself to Jake no, Paul? No, 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 no. <laughs> Look, uh, I think a lot of his money was off of, you know, sponsorships and the pay-per-view stuff. Yeah. Um, ESPN and pay-per-view had the fight. And it was $50 to watch the fight. I mean... You, you guys, know what I find is crazy? Did you guys pay $50 to watch that? No, no. 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 I just what, watched what the I highlights think is crazy is how you can go on ESPN now. You can go on TikTok and find Jake and Paul talking on ESPN. Like I know. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's just so, I used to watch him on YouTube, ago. like when he was in. Like it's every yeah, day. Team Tech. Team Tech. Yeah. Like I'll pull up ESPN to look at sports news, and it's Jake Paul. It's Jake Paul. He was literally like when you go on the ESPN app, it was literally he was like it was a promo. Paul and Fear. I'm like, what have we come to? Exactly. No, I know. YouTube boxer. It's like it's like pop culture and sports are colliding. We got to admit though, he's a legit boxer. I mean, after after some of the no, he's not. Okay, but okay, he can okay, box okay. A listen, bit. he can listen. box a little bit. No hate on Tommy Fury. He fought. He fought a bad pro boxer and he lost, and he got outclassed the whole fight. If you watch yeah. that fight, I oh he up, got his. I've grown up watching boxing and stuff. I've grown up. I'm a huge. Fan. I have a little bit Floyd too. Mayweather fan. So well, you kickbox so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's really not. Okay, true. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, no, but like if you watch, like Jake Paul wasn't able to get a combination off. It's just one two, no. yeah. one yeah. two. 
you know, he fought. What, what, who did he fight? Like Nate Robinson, yeah. Yeah. Wood, Woodley, she nodded Nate Robinson, Anderson Silva, Anderson Silva, who's forty one. I mean, he just fought a bunch of old guys who were in the UFC or had never boxed before. Yeah, and he took advantage of them. And Tommy Fury is not even <laughs> Ben Askren. No, Ben Askren. <laughs> ben Askren's a grappler. That's, that's He's him. a grappler. If you, you literally, no, that's Taz. Like, if you Taz. if you look at um. Tommy Fury's uh, record, he's undefeated. I, mean, I think you said, right? He's undefeated. Yeah. I think it's not his brother. Yeah, he is not. But, you know, if you look at the record of his opponents, it's like 24 ones. What was it? 24 it's 24, ones? 176, and 5. Right. <laughs> so, oh, my God. So, all the people he's fighting are just absolutely terrible. Like, terrible. He's, terrible. He's, fighting, he's fighting against. Basically, joke boxers. So, um, you know, you can say Tommy Fury is a legit boxer, and it's a you know, it's valid. He's a legit boxer, but you know, is he like top of the class boxing? Mm-hmm. I mean, with like, if you look at he didn't at, knock out if you look at that stat, you know, nah, it doesn't really seem like it. if you're fighting opponents that are pretty much losing most of their fights, then. You know, you're not going to be considered in the top of the rankings. Losing like eighty um, percent <laughs> of their fights, like right. It was Jesus it was Christ. it was a good fight, but you know, um, I I think it's very good for Tommy Fury that he won, <laughs> that he won the fight. Um, uh, so so he's a kickboxer. Um, yeah, if he had lost the fight. That's it, crazy. If he had lost the fight, it would have been pretty embarrassing. It would have been really um, embarrassing. And so Jake Paul's next fight is projected uh, to be against KSI, and it could be well. It could be well over a billion viewers. Um, I don't think that's so, true. I, I mean, there's no way. One in eight people in the world are gonna watch Jake Paul and KSI. There's fight. no way. I mean, we I saw that. Like listen, 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 listen we just saw that in two different articles. It's possible. We're gonna have two-year-old babies paying to watch yeah, Jake, Jake Paul and KSI. They're gonna pay fifty dollars to watch some. No, but what? the theory, the theory is that no a lot of wants to watch KSI. Like the theory is Jake that a lot of the social media fans will follow it. Literally, the he, theory, he fought a fucking a gamer, bro. The dude literally plays I, Fortnite for a living, and he fucking knocked him out. Like, I know, I know, mother. I know. But you know, the theory is that he thinks he's the baddest guy alive, dude. Can you let me get my sense out? I, I, I am KSI. <laughs> Can you let me get my sense out? Go ahead. Go um, ahead. So the theory is <coughs> that the people who follow them on social media and stuff will uh, kind of. Um, be the ones that are going to watch that, right? You know, that will add to it. That's but, less than 100 million people. Though. Right, but I'm saying, like, that, that would make the difference between that fight. But I don't. I tend to agree with you guys that not one in eight people on the planet are going to watch this. I'm not saying this is correct. I'm just saying it's projected to be like that. And, you know, I don't Who is really, the one I don't really know. Um, what, I, what website is saying this? I have it. It's a Wikipedia. I have it as the ussun.com. Um, this is the ones reporting That's that. That's crazy. Um, are they talking about like? Oh, they couldn't even be talking about like congruent viewers. They couldn't even be talking about like if you left and then came back. That would still be a lot. I don't even think like a Floyd fight got like half a billion. Like a Tyson fight got half a billion. 
Yeah, but like I, Jake Paul versus Actually, it might not have. It might not have been the U.S. son. I'm. Hang on. Let's make sure we get the right sword. Yeah, yeah. A I don't want to. Million wanna... people. No, it is. Yeah, listen to this quote. A billion is probably conservative. Dude, the numbers are insane. Who said that? Did you... Hang on. Boxing, point... boxing promoter Cal. S- Sourland, two point two five million live viewers watched the uh, the KSI versus Logan Paul fight. Wait, hold on, hold on. This says boxing. There's no way Jake KSI is going to get Sourland. Said the whole nation would watch it. No, I don't think the whole no. nation would watch. I don't think. What are I, they talking I, about? The whole nation. I think that's a promoter trying to hype it up. Pacquiao, yeah, like, like the best what? fight in the last ten years yeah, exactly. barely was watched. Not I, even that many people watch Floyd Mayweather versus fucking McGregor. Like what? No, I think that's what a. Are they I think, I think that's, that's a like promoter trying to hype it up. Actually watched, like paid to watch. You know, I think it'll be interesting to see the viewership numbers for Fury versus Paul in the fight that just happened, but they aren't out yet. I mean, we looked everywhere uh, on the internet yeah. for them, and well, we couldn't also, find them. Well, also you got to think about like illegally streamed. I mean. People legally stream. Oh, yeah. That's good. I wonder if yeah, the billion on, is like, factoring. TikTok. Like, you could watch on TikTok. I yeah, wonder if the lives. billion is factoring in people that are going to legally stream it. And yeah, not I just, just, I don't know. I don't, I don't see it, you know, being that much. But to, to, to get back, I want to make a point about Jake. I don't think he went big enough. I think if he lost to somebody like, I don't know, like Connor, if you have Connor McGregor, I think Connor's still a very good boxer. On roids, too. Yeah, I think Connor's a good boxer. So, like, if he lost to Connor, I think it would have been not as bad. Like, Connor's also not a boxer. boxer. Well, did, didn't they like have like a contract in the works and it just fell through? Yeah, that 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 type of thing happens all the time. But you know, him losing to Tommy Fury really just establishes the fact he can't fight real boxers. He can't fight a professional. He might boxer. be yeah. just yeah. He can fight low end. It's an entertainment stunt. Yeah, but how long does it last? How long well does it, it last? How long does it? How many YouTubers can you fight? How many washed up celebs right. can you what fight? How many f- MMA think, guys can you fight? I think he's getting close to the point where he's stretching it out almost as far as it's gonna go. Yeah, and I applaud him. He knocked him down in the eighth, right? Or the yeah, seventh. he yeah. did. Um, it was a close fight, like you know. Yeah, like it was. It, it wasn't a knockout. Like it was one by decision. I mean, well, I think if I look at it, like technically, if you look at it, you could tell. Tommy Fury, was, Fury is definitely a better but boxer. But the judges had it as a closer fight. Yeah, yeah. Than, if he doesn't yeah, get what, the knockdown, eighty six to eighty three scored. It was a split, right? Split decision, yeah. or was it unanimous? No, it was a split. I think it was split. It was a split. Somebody had it was like seventy five, seventy four. Then it was like seventy eight, seventy five. If Jake yeah. doesn't get the knockdown, though, it's the unanimous decision. Yes. But he got the knockdown, so I give him credit. Uh, he hung in there. He's um, not the worst boxer. I think. He, like, I think he's he'll fight not. him again. I think he should fight him again. I think he. Should I think do. there should be a sequel. Did they fight in the UK? No, they fought in Saudi. Saudi Arabia. Arabia. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, I assume of all places. I assume Tommy's gonna want it in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy will be the speaking, A side. Okay, speaking be, of the UK. Wow. Just don't let him. Tommy finish. will be Sorry. the A side for this fight. The, the reason Jake made more money was he was the A side, yeah. meaning he was yeah. the more the popular side. That's true. Um, speaking of the UK, the UK broadcast, which was on Sky, um, Sky Glass TV, uh, cut out, or it might have been Sky TV. Um, I think it's Sky. I think it's Sky TV. Sorry. Uh, it cut out in the eighth round. Yeah. <sighs> Before the fight, it cut the, out in the eighth round. That's bad. In the middle that's of the eighth round. That's, that's terrible. Bad. Yeah. That's the last round. That and they, they, they were getting a lot of uh, backlash hey, for that. Well deserved. 
Well deserved, yeah. Yeah, people paying money to watch that fight and then not even get to see how it ends. By the way, we got like 10 minutes left before this cuts out. Okay. Thanks for letting them know. Thank you. Just to make you guys aware. We could tell. Um, Well, I guess to talk about the Jake KSI thing, I think Jake would whoop him. KSI. I think he would beat him. KSI has fought nobody. He fought Logan Paul. Look at what what Floyd's doing. I don't know if you guys... Floyd just fights, like, YouTubers now for fun. Yeah. He fought, like, Deji. Yeah. He literally just ran around the ring and did nothing, and he made a bag. Yeah, like, shout out to Floyd for doing that. Yeah. I mean, I would hop in the ring with, like, a YouTuber just if I made a million. I'd get beat the shit out of for that. I do have a question. I know this is kind of a fun question. I was talking to my dad about it. Would you take $100 million to get in the ring with Mike Tyson? Even today. Mike Tyson. No, because he, 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 he got back in fighting shape. He did. He got back in fighting shape. Would you shade. take $100 million, though? No. No, that would not be enough. No. Because you would just get knocked out. If it's 500000 If it's 500, 500, I was going to say $500,000. $500,000, i will take it. 500000 500000 You mean million. What? Million? You mean million. I said $100 million. You, he said $100 You just said 500000 Oh, is that what you said? Yeah. $500,000? I don't think I'm thinking. No. That's not going to cover my medical bills. Dude would rock you. But bro. I would, like, let him hit me once and then be like, and then just, like, act like I'm knocked out. I think you might He would keep, probably he just would, knock you out. He might keep hitting you. He might keep, he's crazy. He <laughs> might keep hitting you. Well, he bit some dude's ear off. He bit Vanderbilt really, yeah. ear off, yeah. Yeah. That was the end of it. He wasn't good at that point. He lost to Buster Douglas to Japan, and then he just went down yeah. from there. And then he fought again. He fought, who did he fight, like, a couple of years ago in that... What was it like? Oh, what oh was my it like? God, I know that was the fight. About. That was the night Jake fought Ben Askren, and on the yes. undercard was Mike Tyson. Was Mike I Tyson. never thought I would say that on the undercard. Under the undercard, yeah. Was well, because he's he's what in his fifties. Yeah, but still, yeah. I never thought I would say on a boxing card that Jake Jake Paul would be the main event over Mike, Mike Tyson. Tyson. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is. I don't know who he fought. That's a crazy world we're living in. He lost. I, I think. Would, uh, he lost, but um, yeah, he I don't lost know. that fight. Yeah, he lost. Um. I want to say it was. Um, I think if you if you asked me ten years ago when he's not in boxing shape, yeah, I, would been, get, I still wouldn't there. take a punch for Mike Tyson. Yeah, because you know his hands are fast regardless of how good a shape he's in. Yeah, they're well, powerful and powerful. Yeah. I mean, overall, I think this YouTube boxing thing is bad for the sport, but it's a giant sport anyway. So like, I agree. I like the UFC better as it is, but like, um, and we're making a lot of money. He lost to Roy Jones. Roy Jones. Roy Jones. Yeah, um, I think it's it's bad for the sport, but hey, it's making money. Money talks, man, in this business. We're getting over talk. a billion viewers. That's a great YouTube. point. Money talks, man. So we'll have to see if that billion viewers thing actually becomes a reality or not. I. I think we all agree that it's probably not going to become a reality. Now we got TikTokers fighting that. But yeah, yeah that'll be interesting. Bryce Hall. Um, all right, so is that is that everything we want to talk about? Do you guys have anything else with the remaining five minutes that we have left before my audio cuts yeah. out? I think that's it. Uh, well, next week we'll we'll probably discuss. You guys will be in Florida, but I think we'll we'll do a show. I think we're gonna we're yeah gonna we, we can do a show. show. We but can try like over Zoom or, or Zoom or something. Yeah, I can we'll just do it out. through StreamYard. Oh yes, yeah, and uh, we'll do a show. We'll I think next week we'll probably preview March Madness. I'm really excited yeah. to talk about that. Yeah, college basketball is my fourth player, so I'm really excited to talk about that. And then uh, I'll have to study up on that this more, week. More more NBA stuff, and uh, we'll yep. be getting close to the World Baseball Classic, which is in about a, less than a month, right? Less than uh-huh. a month. Yeah, get going. Um, so yeah, good show overall. Good job. All right, guys. boys. Yeah. Um, sure, baby. Thank job. you guys for listening. Um, 
<laughs> tune in tune in next week to hear uh, to hear what Hammy was just talking about. And um uh, we appreciate your support, uh, for sure. Have a Thank good night. Everyone. This yeah, is Three Bros and Buddies signing off. Later. Later.